Welcome back to Itchy Tasty Podcast, the podcast for all of your dreams of itchy and tasty. We are back after our long break of being it long, and today we're talking about Resident Evil Village, my new favorite Resident Evil. It's new, it's and, hot. Uh, it's almost as hot as some of the characters in the game. <laughs> Correct, I've seen the art. Your voice sounds deeper. Mm-hmm. Did you go through puberty yeah, since I, our last episode? <laughs> Well, uh, yes, yes, I did. Okay, good. It's also the sunglasses that Heisenberg gave me. Oh, you and we have, uh, yes, we have a uh, enjoyer of Heisenberg, not with us, but with us in heart and spirit, as he is not able to join us today. And his name is Cryptthaniel. Cryptthaniel. And, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry that he's not with us. Us today and i don't think he will ever be with us may he rest in peace just confirm crypt is not dead i don't think maybe he maybe he was always dead um uh, but anyway he, <laughs> he he was very kind to do the resident evil 3 episode with us but uh he's not available to do it today also we kind of did this mm-hmm. at the extreme last minute as we often do i mean like the only episode we actually kind of like orchestrated was the first one i i had so many pages of notes on that yeah but like i haven't written notes for like i think any of the episodes except silent hill you need to not tell me that um do you know oh, how many okay. notes i've got? do you know how many notes i've got for this episode oh really how many almost six lines of notes we don't need notes for this one it came out like a week ago yeah, yeah no yeah did it come out? No, it didn't come out a week ago. It came out in end of May, I think. Uh, it, no, it is, is the end of the May, end right? May. <laughs> yeah, it came yes, out today. It's literally the 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 thirty first, if you will. Uh, is it end of April? But it came out. Do, no. <laughs> what it am I saying? Came out. I think May 9th. So that's just a few weeks. I consider that the end of April. So, Resident Evil Village, let's just jump right in. Uh, what did you think? Why didn't you like it? Because you, you reacted quite negatively to this game, didn't you? I When it came out, I was like, oh, goddamn, this game is the worst game I have ever played. I have cried mm. millions of tears. I remember you saying tears that. that I've cried. I don't know the words, <laughs> man. But, um, so I actually really enjoyed Village, surprisingly. I thought it was going to be like a good game, but not like the level of game that everyone was saying. You know, well, is, wasn't it's, there it's um, like... wasn't there a, a thing in the fan community where it's like every other Resident Evil game is good, like the Star Trek movies? Um, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of Star Trek, so, so you I would know, not know, you know, Resident Evil Four was good, then Resident Evil Six was good, and then I hate you. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just. I remember like, reading. I remember reading that in some forum where it's like, "This one will be crap because we all know that every other one is good." But it's like that doesn't work at all. <laughs> Not just like, for the fact that like that doesn't work, but also there's like spin-offs in between, some of which are good and some of which are terrible. Uh, Revelations is pretty good. You know? Revelations one and two are pretty crap. good. Mm-hmm. Let's spend today then, just yeah. talking about them. You know, yeah. Mm. I, fuck! I dropped my sunglasses. Shit! You lost some cool. So yeah, um, come back on. So I remember when Village first came out, and me and you kind of hit it hard that uh, that launch weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I think 
I pulled an all-nighter to yeah. be it. We kind of went like radio silent. <laughs> if you remember, we were like, we we're basically like, let's not talk to anyone. Yeah, I think we conversed. Yeah, but it was it's so difficult but to talk about it. It's so difficult to talk with someone uh, while you're both still playing the game because it's like, oh, how far have you got? But then you can't really answer that question in case you're like, oh, I just got past the part where Mufasa is killed. And you're like, man, wow. I can't believe Mufasa dies. Yeah. I think we remained pretty spoiler-free, though. Yeah, I think we like, we also gunned it as well, didn't we? Yes. I think it took you, like, nine hours yeah, to my, beat? Yeah, my final time was eight and a half, I think. And But I, I, like, I don't think I was rushing. I, I'm pretty sure I was, like, taking my time and exploring. But in terms of, like, actual consecutive days, <laughs> yeah, I was rushing. I played it, like, solidly for about three days. I, as I said, I pulled an all-nighter. I beat it in the course of 24 hours. You know, oh, yeah. yippee me, man. Yippee you. Um, it was not that... But, I don't know where I'm going with this. But the end result of it was not good. But that that's not part of the game. Did so, your dreams like, just... Con was there a continuation of the game? Yes. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna. We'll get into the dream part later. Totally, that happened. You had a horrible I dream that you were in Europe. Ugh. Ugh. Can you even imagine? Oh, I couldn't imagine yeah. Europe. But uh, I think it took me six hours, maybe seven hours, uh, yeah. to beat my first one. And I, from my now experiences of playing the games multiple times, I rushed it. I didn't get a single treasure my first playthrough. Did you not? Okay. I Mainly I... because I didn't know how to open the map. <laughs> but... You have to say on the PS5, there's a microphone in the controller. You have to just say map. Well, I wasn't pay playing on the PS5. That's true. And I think as soon as I beat Heisenberg's segment, I was just like messing around with my keyboard and I pressed M and I was like, Jesus uh, Christ, Jesus. there's a map. Wow, that must have and, been so difficult to navigate that village without a map. Yes, it was incredibly hard. Yeah, because that village is kind of... Even with the map, it's not that easy to navigate because, like, roadways are blocked and stuff, and you have to take routes through buildings and stuff. That I will say, that was really cool. Yeah. But, uh, so I basically have the village memorized in my head now. Yeah, it feels like the Spencer Mansion, where it feels like I could live there now. I, I totally cannot live in the Spencer Mansion, though, sadly. I'm pretty sure I could. I know where the one bathroom is. Um, so Yeah, they only... <laughs> well, remember, the original RPD had no bathrooms. So, Spencer's a rich guy. Mm, one um, bathroom, yeah. Really <laughs> rare. <laughs> anyway, um, so, on my first playthrough, I got most of the... I actually thought I'd got everything on my first playthrough. I had this kind of self-assured feeling that I've got everything. All the treasures are all crossed off. I've got everything. Turns out I'd missed three optional bosses. <laughs> Wait, I only thought there were like two. Uh, no, there's, <laughs> there's three. There's two uh, big axe dudes. Uh, I and think I got both of those. And there's one big wolfy man. Oh, where is he? He's uh, It's one of the trophies where it's like, kill the something alpha. Yeah. And he's like in the one. graveyard. I totally missed that. Oh, is it where you get like Donna's treasure thing? Yeah, it's in the um the the cornfield area. 
Uh, um, but it's but you can only do it when you're about to go to the factory. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, you get a trophy for killing it. But I, I totally missed all of that. I missed both I... optional Axie men, as they're called. Yeah, I think I got both of the Axie men. Yeah, those guys are tough yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> not to toot my own horn, but I died three times on the <laughs> one in the mill. That is, that is braggable. Uh -huh. And then on the one with Donna's gravestone, uh, I I didn't die, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I but missed that was like my second playthrough. I, I missed that one because this is totally relevant. Nobody has any idea what we're talking about, but I missed that one um, because you're supposed to put a, a broken slab on her grave. Mm -hmm. um, I got the broken slab, but I just assumed in Resident Evil knowledge that I would at some point find another half of that broken slab, and I'd have to combine them. You know what? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so I just kind of kept searching and just figured I'd come back to that grave when I find the other one. No, nope, turns out the other one is already on the grave. You just got to fill in the hole. <clears throat> anyway, let's uh, let's quickly sum up what the hell's going on in this game. Do you want to want to sum it up? Where what what's who who are we? What's happening? Uh, well, um, so wait, do I have to explain RE seven as well? No. All right. So, a random guy that has a weird <laughs> thing going on with Louisiana, a strange relationship with Louisiana, and, like, it's kind of weird because he got infected with a virus in Louisiana. No relevance to the story at all. So, um, you, and his wife that was saying... in Louisiana for a few years was like, ho, 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 I'm back from Louisiana. And then... Um, where's, set, where's Resident Evil 7 set? <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in the deep south. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, maybe uh, Texas. Oh, you know, I'm a Texan myself. The lone so. mold state. Thank you. But you know, so Mia's all like, "Oh, I'm back from Louisiana. Let's, uh, Ethan, let's, uh, you know, get a child and move to Europe because Louisiana." And then they move to Europe, but like somehow there's like some weird thing from Louisiana, right? And that weird thing from Louisiana um, does something that, with the daughter, I think. I don't know. Important, and like, it's not from Louisiana. It yeah, was, it's not it was, from... It was briefly in Louisiana. Yeah, it's related <laughs> to Louisiana. All right. But, you know, and then you have this guy that appeared in the end of Louisiana. And also, like, in, I think, a lot of Resident Evil games. I don't really know. I, I only know, played I Louisiana and Village. You're talking about um, Louis Sarah, yeah, I know yeah, Luis Sarah, or his weird, not cool name, Chris Boulderfield. Chris Boulderfield, yeah. Uh -huh. So Chris Boulderfield's like, ah ha ha, Ethan, I'm going to kill your wife and take your child because my name's Stocks. And then <laughs> Ethan's all like, oh no. And then Chris Boulderfield's like, ha ha, I'm going to take you too, bitch. And then... They, they take him, and then, like, boom, boom, car go off, and, like, Ethan's all alone in the snow, and his daughter's gone, and, like, the whole, like, thing that kidnapped him was all dead and stuff, and then he has to, like, get a phone call, and then, and then he goes to a village, and then there's, like, this weird wolf thing that's called a lichen, and he fights the thingy thing with a gun that this old man gave him that had a shotgun, but you don't get the shotgun until later on in the game, this is great content. <laughs> you want to carry on? Because I haven't been breathing for the last <laughs> minute or so. Oh, so, 
I'm just going to try and get my head around this confusing explanation you've just explained. Um, but the the main thing that you did mention that I want to bring up is the the Chris shoots Mia in the intro because that was like the main marketing sting, wasn't it? Oh, that and uh, Big Titty. Oh yeah, girl. we'll we'll get to her. People already know about her. Yeah, um, too much. But uh, yeah, in I remember one of the first trailers ended with Chris Redfield, the big action hero, turning up and shooting Mia, the main character's wife. Kind of cold blood, not kind of cold blood, super cold blood. Like, I'm sorry, Ethan, and then, <laughs> yeah, and then shoots boom, him boom, boom. five times, shoots her five times. And everyone was like, whoa, Optimus Prime's turned bad, what's that about? Why is he fighting Bumblebee? And, uh, and there was lots of theories of like, you know, maybe he's turned, maybe he's a man on the edge, maybe he's secretly a villain or something. Yeah, maybe uh, he, he ran out of boulders to punch. Maybe he ran out of boulders and now he's just shooting women. And uh, <laughs> That sounds like my retirement plan. Yeah, okay, good. Huh? This will be used in court. Okay, um, cut that out. Cut that is, out. No, no, that's raw. Um, okay, fuck. Um, yeah, and then Ethan, who is our plucky hero from Resident Evil 7. In, interesting, interesting question right now, before you carry on. What is Ethan's job? He is an engineer need more specifics he's an engineer he's not going to be holding a crowbar he's software engineer he is a software engineer that's like the lamest kind of engineer (laughs) what a nerd i said lame i just (sighs) isaac clark from dead space he's an engineer ethan winters computer nerd (laughs) <laughs> yeah, loser. What a loser. Someone cut his leg off and stick it back on. Yeah, that goes to Daddy Jack, who's in Louisiana, the game. So, yeah. Ethan, Ethan's back, he's got a new coat, and he's stuck, mm-hmm. he's lost in a, a spooky town coat. in... It's a really nice coat. And he's lost it's, in a I spooky like village in Eastern Europe. Now, it's definitely Romania, because of the uh, the currency, the, the, the lay. I think it's lay, isn't it? Um, yeah, not but, like but, the uh, Hawaiian thing. Yeah, but they never say that it's Romania, and they never name the town either. Unless they do, and I just missed it. But they definitely—I don't think they name the village, do they? I think it's a uh, Mother Miranda's summer getaway. Oh, that's good. But it reminds me of RE4 because they never named the village in RE4 either. Oh, you didn't know that they named it? No, they didn't name it. No, they did. In RE4. Yeah. RE4's village does not have a name. No, it's named Goose Village. Goose Village. <laughs> How did I miss that? <laughs> it's like, like there's a big sign that says Goose Village. Obviously, I think so, you just don't know uh, Latin. Latin, or you know, all the language they speak in that village. I don't know what they speak in that village. I'm too busy learning Latin. Anyway, this game, we get rid of the zombies. We're done with them. It's werewolves this time, right? Screw you, zombies. zombies I got my out. furry friends. Werewolves are in, and the werewolves are pretty scary, the lichens. Because they, I hate them. Yeah, I think they're really good villains, though. Because like they, I really like the way they move. I like the way that they, uh, they sometimes kind of back away from you. I just hate them. They they sit on the roofs and watch you, and then they come at you and hit you with sticks and stuff. Uh, oh yeah, they yeah. they suck. Yeah, I, when you fight them in their little den at the end, and they're all like leaping across the walls and stuff, it's very cool. Very very cool. It's cool, but I hate them. Okay, that's good to know. I'll let them know you said that. Yeah, um, like, I think I could take them in a fight. 
So this game has a lot of uh, like uh, superstitious style supernatural monsters. It's got werewolves. It's got like a it's got giants, but it's also got like vampires and stuff, right? And mermen. It has mermen. Well, it has, <laughs> has one merman. It's not really a merman. Well, I think that was his yeah, kind of. Like a... I think that was Murrow's like design that he's like a fish person. Well, yeah, but yeah. I don't think he's a merman. Well, either way, uh, the, the way I'm interpreting this is we we know by the end of the game that all of these supernatural things are being caused by the same mold that was the villain in Resident Evil 7, this kind of weird mold that is like sentient and can give you powers and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I get the impression, I don't know if you agree with me, that the reason there's like vampires and werewolves in this is because all of the vampire and werewolf like mythology that we know around the world actually comes from this village. Yeah. That, that's, that's the idea, right? The reason we have vampire stories is because someone obviously visited this village and saw scary vampire women and then wrote stories about them. Right. Well, like the, the stories dated back to like long, long time ago. And the thing is, about that is um this the game the spooky monsters i think started when the spanish flu happened yeah which, which was, was in 1918 i believe the 1918 I have yeah, no spanish idea. flu i have no idea but so that means that i think it, like modern inspired hollywood films depictions of it could happen from this area yeah but i don't think um like actual folktale so so you're wrong is what we've agreed on that's good um uh, you're wrong yes uh we've also got a bunch of returning actors haven't we there's loads of people in this that are in previous games i don't know any of their names let's go for it who's in this um nicole <laughs> Thompson. who's that the lady Demetrius. she is she in a previous resident evil game i think so I don't know about her. She might be. Oh, did you see the mocap of her where she's got a mocap hat? So cool. Yeah, I did. She's so cool. cool. Very cool. No, the ones that I know is um, Chris Redfield, and this is, I believe, voiced by the guy that voiced Carlos in... Uh, really? I believe so. I might need to Google that, but I'm pretty sure they're the same guy. Oh, that's um, sick. Both characters begin with a C, so that's why I've made that assumption, but I'm also pretty sure mm-hmm. it's the same guy. Um, yeah, we've got... I like the first part. We've got a few people uh, from the Resident Evil 3 remake, actually. Uh, three yeah, people. Nikolai. Nikolai's back. voice actor is uh, Heisenberg, which a lot of people seem to be simping for after the game. He's a very popular character. And it's weird that yeah, that now. actor is super British, and he's played in Resident Evil a Russian guy and an American guy. <laughs> Just let him be British. Well, he's not, um, Heisenberg's not American. Well, he's got kind of an American accent, though, in that game. Well, I mean, I live in America, so, I, you know, I think my American accent radar would be, like, you know, built in. Yeah, but I've, I've read about America, though, so... Oh, shit. My shit. bad. Um, we, but, yeah, we've also got uh, Jill is back. Yeah, from... she's the daughter? Well, I, uh, f- from what I believe, she voices one of the daughters, but does the mocap for another one of the daughters. Which I huh. found really strange. Just let her be the same character. Why? Why does she have to just voice one and let her act be the other? Everyone. Yeah. 
Okay, there's literally those only three or three remake characters that I can that come to mind. Oh no, there Dario, is one more. Dario, Dario. Who's Dario? Just tell me it's Dario. It's Dario Russo. <laughs> yeah, it's Dario Russo He's playing Ethan Winters. Correct. It's not. Um, no, we have a, a oh. Resident Evil Seven alumni back. Obviously, Mia and, well, and Ethan, Ethan but, and Mia, but but we have a third. Um, do you remember early on in the game, Ethan is uh, he meets a bunch of village survivors in someone's house. I think her name's Louisa. Mm-hmm. Um, and Louisa's son is like a bit of a jerk and he sticks a shotgun in Elena's face and he's like, you can't come in. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, that is Lucas Baker from Resident Evil 7. Oh, that's so cool. There you go. They got him back. No, that's great. Um, so yeah, uh, Ethan has a bit of an adventure around this village. He's trying to find his daughter, who Chris Redfield has stolen for some reason. Um, and in order to do so, he has to defeat four bosses. This is kind of like the Zelda of Resident Evil games, isn't it? Uh, you know what? <laughs> Why are you right? I really don't want you to be right, but you're right. It's like, you've got to f- defeat four bosses and collect their four magical amulets. Or this one, okay. the little coffee thermoses. Uh, but the thing is, is that usually Zelda games have like two parts to it. Like the first part and where you get like your Master Sword stuff. And then like when the game really gets out going, you know. Oh, you're saying so when you when you defeat the Four Lords, uh, you think that's the end. And then it'll be like, oh no, everything's gone wrong. Now you've got to collect six magical amulets. No, I'm saying the Four Lords part is the major part. Okay. I'm using Ocarina of Time as a basis here because that's like the most famous Zelda game, I feel. But that game also does that. You know, where you collect the three, the three amulets and then it's like, oh, everything's gone to shit again. Go and collect six amulets now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But so here's my theory because I'm obviously the better Zelda fan here. Go on. All right. So you remember the first four masks you find in Lady Demetrius' yes. castle? Those are like the first part, and then you get released because you get like the Duke main thing where you can buy stuff. You know, yeah. that's like the more, I'm not really open world part, but like that's more of the uh, adventure part. Or you can okay. just say it's like Majora's Mask where there's only four temples. Well, I didn't like that game. Come you at me, like Majora's come Mask. At, come at me, internet. I didn't like it. That's my favorite, literally. Okay, well, that's why I don't like it. Oh, anyway, anyway let's go back to this game we're talking about. So, so, yeah, the main, the main kind of game is that Ethan learns from the Duke, who is this game's merchant, and he even quotes the merchant, which I think everybody loves. I don't know if you've seen that on YouTube, but I've seen that come up I, on YouTube I, at least 2,000 times. I have never seen it on YouTube, but I have experienced it in-game, man. Yeah, it suggests that the Duke, who is this game's weapon merchant, knows the merchant from RE4, and they just hang out or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's Well, it's like my old friend used to say that, so canonically, they're friends. Yeah, canonically, my coffee shop fanfiction is now correct. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, uh, the merchant Wait, and the Duke. Are we just... We're just waiting for Piers to come back to fucking open a bakery. Open the Wait, no, it's a bed and breakfast, right? Yeah, and someone had a flower shop. I don't remember. It was complicated. Anyway. It was um... very well drawn out. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Duke tells Ethan to get his daughter back. He needs to collect four flasks. And the flasks, and this is a part I still can't quite get my head around. The flask contains, each one contains a part of his daughter. So one's got, like, her legs in. One's got her head One's got her 
upbeat personality, and one has got her arms. Um, is that correct? I, I don't. I, I can't. I don't remember the other <laughs> one, so I'm going to say that is correct. But what I'm trying to get my head around is like what's actually in these flasks. Like since Mother Miranda, I think... the main villain, stole his baby, did she like dissolve the baby into the mold and then split it into four? I'm I I personally just thought it was like you know when you, have you ever taken apart like a doll? Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm glad I'm not like the only one. It's the only that. thing that makes me feel like a man. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's nice to know. It is good to know. Um. So I think it was more like you know you take the legs off and you put them in a flask like they're just dried up baby limbs. It can't. That's be what bad. I imagined. <laughs> because That's because we I see imagined. we see the baby at the end whole and it just kind of comes out of the mold. So so I'm thinking like you you just put it in there. And then it's like, ooh, I'm going to glue that back together. I'm going to glue that back together. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that makes a lot less sense. Um, so just like to give it... The, so the this baby, is, like the mold fuses the baby together. Oh, know. maybe. I mean, this 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 podcast is going to be spoilerific. We're not doing this in any sort of order. We're talking about this assuming you've already played the game. But um, Yeah, that's how the, we roll, baby. But, yeah. the, but the main thing that's going down is Mother Miranda is trying to bring her dead baby back to life right and she needs a, shucks and she needs a baby that's real good with mold to put into the magic mold that's hit that's growing beneath this village and revive her daughter because isn't it that the mold like maintains the consciousness of everyone that's died near it oh that would suck yeah well that's why mother miranda is like super intelligent because she's basically got the memories of everyone that's died uh, hmm. near the mold um, and the 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 kind of consciousness of her daughter is saved in a zip file inside the mold somewhere and, you know that's a really good explanation <laughs> and she needs a, 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 a compatible USB baby to be able to access that file um, but she can't find one she, she's tried to do it with four different people right she's tried to do it with uh, who the characters who become the four lords but they're all crap in some different way we've got lady d who's just too tall and weird yeah um, she's icky she's also like overly sexual all the time and nobody wants that in a daughter i mean uh, <laughs> not if you live in alabama alabama um alabama we've got uh donna the, the the doll maker who is uh, just a bit weird i think <laughs> i don't want her as a daughter um Fair. she's so her deal is that she's like mentally handicapped but she talks through that's... the dolls she makes right mm -hmm. that's, that's her a, deal right that's a, that's a i like how you just called a mentally handicapped person it, weird. Isn't, that, isn't that what it says in one of the diaries or something i can't remember it's just too weird. <laughs> She's so right, like, yeah. Well, I mean, like, you can be mentally handicapped and not weird. I'm not saying that they're one and the same, but she is weird. Oh, yeah, sure. She, she, she has a crazy bridal doll that murders people and flies around. Yeah, I hate it. Um, we also just have because... uh, my boy Maru. Yeah, he, uh, he has written many fan fiction about he's, Maru. He's Marat. my favorite. I want to say his name still. It's Moreau. Moreau. Moreau, like, yeah. 
because yeah, okay. uh, it's, it, it's referencing the, the the island of Doctor Moreau, right? Uh, you know that. You know that book and terrible movie. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a book about a crazy scientist that merges humans with animals on a weird island. There you go. Oh, that's just just your average saturday afternoon in texas man correct and he himself is part gross fish man um and then we've got heisenberg which is the internet the one that the internet now loves possibly as much as lady d or maybe they've kind I of so. maybe they've kind of gone gone off lady d now uh i think there i think we're just at the part where the internet's just like I'm feeling gay today and all the women that are straight are like, you know what? I'm feeling like really straight today. That's what happens. It's good to wake up and yeah. think that. Uh, um, I'm feeling really straight today. Uh, I have felt that once in my life. That's good. I'm keeping that as a soundbite. Um, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, as we said, like a Zelda game, Ethan has to just fight all four of those in their own separate scenarios in big elaborate boss fights before he can go and fight Mother Miranda. That's basically the game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'd say. So let's uh, let's go through the Lords, shall we? And we'll start with the Queen herself. Lady Moreau. Yep, no, we'll start with Lady she... D. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both went with the appropriate answer. Yeah. So, uh, so this game kind of um, pulled one on us when it comes to the marketing. Um, oh, yeah, I, I think the marketing was purposely misleading. Firstly, it had that sting where we saw Chris murdering Mia, and we were like, why is he doing that? And now we know why. It's because he was just having a bad day. Um, yeah, it was. Um, but... Lady D in the marketing was made out to kind of be the main villain. I don't know if you agree. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, we didn't see any of the others in the marketing, not until right at the very, very, very end. Um, but for most of the marketing, she was the main villain. And people were like, what is this? It's a really tall, large-breasted vampire lady. And... Uh... I think uh, you, I think you understand what happened. Oh yeah, she was warmly welcomed by the internet. Especially... I must say. Yeah. I thought you were talking, so I was like, kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm always talking. That is true, <laughs> but I personally find the daughters more attractive. Yeah, so she is accompanied and, uh... by three gothy daughters. <laughs> if you uh, look like one of those daughters, uh, I'm always free on Saturdays. Yeah, Jazz loves not really uh, a girl with some good blood in her face. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. So uh, the main striking feature about Lady D is that she's posh, she's aristocratic, and she's nine feet tall, which is very tall. She's actually nearly ten feet, isn't she? I think she's nine point six. It's uh, that's not nearly ten feet. That's like halfway there. Well, it's it's closer to ten feet than it is to eight feet. Tell me I'm wrong. You're right, <laughs> but it's closer to well, it's like it's in the middle of being nine. Or, it's closer to being nine foot than to ten foot. She's a big lady. Where do you think you would come up if you were stood next to her, like um, the knee? I, mean, I don't know how tall her. Oh, I would definitely be past her knee. You think then you'd be? I think the knee would be like where my torso is. How tall are you? I'm like uh, eight 
feet like nine, I think. So I'm not God too far it. over. Yeah. I can't yeah. ask a serious question here. Um, no, uh, no, I'm like five eleven. So. Oh. So what I'm would I be? Would would my head be like waist? Um, trying to think. I'm thinking. Let me. I need to freaking pull up a picture. These, of the, these are the important questions we ask whilst playing Resident Evil Village. Why is my fucking thing? Ethan, Wait, what? Ethan is kind of stomach. I think. I think that's where Ethan comes up to because you're obviously looking through his eyes, and I think his eyes line up with like her stomach. Oh my god! You can't search up Lady D, man. No, don't search up Lady D. Her full name is Demetrescu, right? Uh, Demetres. Yeah, which is Nine odd because because it has a U on the end. Of yeah, it, but only some characters pronounce the U, and others characters don't. She doesn't. Okay, so it is. So Leon is five eleven, and she <laughs> he lines up about like her waist or stomach. Okay. She wears a big dress. So I can't fucking. Oh, so I'm about the same height as Leon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm a little bit tall. I'm a few inches taller than Leon. Okay. So I think I'd be around her breast, not her breast. No. No way. That that's so high up. <laughs> no, I mean like the bottom of her breast. Oh, I okay, sure. That'd be like the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. She does also gain yeah. an extra. Wait, no, few not the inches. ceiling. Wait, no, not the ceiling. Um, fuck. Wait, I don't... The... Like, a little, like, two inches below her breast. Right, okay. That's good to know. I'm thinking about this very... Way too much, but, yeah. Um, yeah. She also gains a couple of extra feet with her gigantic hat as well, which is awesome. Mm, I love uh, that hat. Um, so her deal, let me just remember, so... She actually is a vampire, but only kind of medically. I think it says that her she has like a blood disorder, so she needs blood or something. Um, Loser. But since being given the magic mold, she now uh, regenerates really, really quickly, which is why you can't really hurt her. But her regenerative ability oh, yeah, has made her grow ridiculously tall. I mean, like some people like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> And her daughters are kind of vampiric as well. But I remember in the Maiden demo, when you are sneaking around the castle, um, you find a diary that says, like, I opened the windows and they all freaked out and punished me or something. And the assumption was because the sunlight, right? But it turns out it's not sunlight. Wait, it's not? No, it's not sunlight that kills the daughters. It's the cold that kills the, the bugs. So... What? Uh... Yeah, yeah, it's the cold from outside that kills the bugs. Oh, yeah. I am. But I'm I've, shocked. But I thought that was really interesting because it's it's almost like the the vampire myth that we know has kind of got it wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like the people that wrote the folk tales of vampires in the Resident Evil world wrote them as if they're vulnerable against sunlight, but they're actually not. They're just vulnerable against the cold. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly Lady Demetrest isn't vulnerable against the cold. No, because she's not made out of bugs like the daughters are. Mm -hmm. So, that my main... The thing that's always been bothering me is... How does she get around the village? Uh, she. I guess she just walks around, right? But uh, Yeah. But the daughters don't. 
Mm-hmm. They stay. Unless it's summer, <laughs> I guess. Then they can go out. I mean, they're up. They're pretty up north. Yeah. So, uh, or so not north, east, northeast. Yeah, all the directions, really. east, northeast. Um. So. The 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 thing about the castle as well is that they they turn virgins into wine. They use their blood for wine or something. And I thought, I thought when you said turn virgins, I thought it was going a different way, man. <laughs> no, no, we're going the wine way. Um, okay, I'm fine with that one, honestly. But they they turn the they kind of dis they I think they drink the blood of all the men that they capture and then they turn the women into slaves because all of the enemies in the castle are women. Wait, they are? Yeah, all of the ghouls that you fight in the dungeons and stuff—they're all women. I did. How do you know their gender? Because it's in the art book, man. You gotta read the files, man. I, I read the goddamn. You gotta artwork. read them again. You want me to go fucking read them right now? If you could, yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to. But yeah, so all the villains inside the Lady D castle are women, which I thought was pretty cool. Anyway, um, it's sexist. So, oh yeah, we forgot to talk about the storybook because that's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's weird. So this game starts with like a storybook, and it's kind of like that scene in the Harry Potter movie where you learn about the the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, it really reminded me of that because it's like this series has never done anything like this before, so it feels yeah. kind of weird that it's in like a cartoony graphics. That was cool yeah and it did look really good it did look very good it was just very unusual and it basically tells the story of the game as a fairy tale and each uh each lord is represented by a a, a forest beast that this little girl finds and lady d is the bat right mm-hmm. wait it's the tragedy of ethan winter's concept art by the way right could be i don't know <laughs> don't ask me i'll just I'm work at it you. Resident Evil Village, ghouls, 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 ghouls. I don't see them. I'll find it and I'll send it to you after I've written it. Right. Um, I like how they have the the girls have the scissors. <laughs> I think that's the original design for um, Lady D. I think she was originally going to be like a gothy vampire with a big pair of scissors. Uh, her concept was bewitching a uh, vampire with gar- giant garden clippers. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Um, anyway, so another thing that really kind of took us by surprise is in the marketing, I really thought that this game was village and castle. I don't know if you thought that. Uh, yeah, I did too. Yeah, but it's, uh, but the, 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 the castle is such a small part of the game. There's so much more in this game that was not in the marketing. I genuinely just thought it was the village and like the castle and like late probably the factory setting too yeah or some kind of lab or something at the end Mm -hmm, like it has to have yeah with a train or a helicopter and uh uh but no the 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 castle was a, a a pretty small part of the game i think it was a really good bit of the game i think the castle is one of the strongest parts of the game uh yeah um but anyway after the castle we go on to Zelda boss number two, which is Donna Beneviento. And this part is freaky as hell. It may, I had to pause the game physically Holy crap. This, like, anyone who said that this game isn't a horror game, this scene is for them. <laughs> like, this yeah. one scene is so creepy, it makes up for the horror of the whole game, I would say. 
Uh, yeah, I will agree. That yeah. game, that part scared me to death, man. Yeah, it's uh, so it's the dollhouse. You go to this lady who, I think originally she was planned to be like the town surgeon. Um, in the artwork, but they changed her to be that she's just kind of a mad woman who makes dolls. Which, you know, I gotta respect. I don't make dolls. But she's like, got you the know, skill. But they're hobbies. Hobbies. Have, she's, she's got the skill, yeah. And um, her main deal is that she grows plants that make people hallucinate. That's her main deal, isn't it? Uh, I mean, isn't that just, you know... <laughs> uh walter white yeah pretty much yeah but i think as so, well on a benevento is walter white correct confirmed you heard it here you heard it here first folks um i think her deal though is that when you're under the influence of these plants she can like control your hallucinations that's how Wait, i how interpreted fuck it did ethan get in with the fucking grass man Oh, it's growing outside the house. You walk right past it. I said, but I thought you had to eat it. No, you just got to look at it. Oh. So okay. <laughs> so, so that mansion, the spooky dollhouse mansion, is right on the edge of a cliff next to a waterfall, and I'd live by it. I'd live in it. Is what I meant. Do you think? Do you think you'd live in a house that's on a cliff by a waterfall? Yeah. Yeah, but think about it. It looks great, but like. Mm -hmm. Have you ever lived, like, near a train track or something, or near an airport? Oh, shit, you're right. That is going to be loud waterfall all day, all night. Well, I mean, you got your basement with the yeah, but... <laughs> That's true. But also, like, that house is made out of wood, and damp is a problem with wooden houses anyway. Try living next to a waterfall. <laughs> Oh, shit, you're right. Basically... I did not think about it. It looked really good. Oh, it looks like a lovely mansion, but... It would be a nightmare to live in, not just because yeah. of the horrible things that it contains. Like, I'm fine with all the dolls and shit and the fetus. I can live with that. Yeah. But, the like, it would be so loud. Oh, the waterfall <laughs> would just never stop. I I would build the dam, goddammit. Just build like, the dam. Like, the cliff part, I can live with. Yeah. It's a cliff. Good live to your use. life on yeah, the Yeah, that's edge. mostly just mist. Yeah. Um. So, this part is not really combat heavy because it actually takes away your guns you don't have it for like any other part and you don't shoot anything until after you're done with it so. yeah and it's not even really set in the mansion because you you go into the basement right you spend most of it in the basement mm -hmm. and with uh Edith. and some freaky shit goes on down there you have to i quite like that you have to kind of solve puzzles and you have to find hidden keys and stuff that's all very cool and risen evilly but then it goes super PT, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so PT. It gives me flashbacks. Yeah, as you're like, chased by a giant fetus thing that screams at you. And then it's like, Papa, and I hate it. Have you seen it's the death like, animation? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, where he, like, eats you whole. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, and you have to, like, hide was... under a bed. And, and he, he's dragging an umbilical cord behind him. I know. I didn't notice that until my most recent playthrough. Yeah, it's so gross. There's one jump scare as well when you when he's, like, at the top of a stairway. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that is... That's too much, man. Wait, I, I wasn't referring to that one. I thought you were referring to the one in the elevator where, like, the light 
barely flashes and then he comes at you but like yeah. the elevator closes Oof, no fun and then you have this kind of boss encounter with the doll where she's flying around the house and you have to stab her with scissors i hate that yeah it, that was that was a nightmare to get the 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 trophy to do it in a as fast as possible because she changes her position randomly wait she does yeah well sort of randomly the first position is always the same and the last and position then... is always the same, but the second one can change. <sighs> I knew I wasn't stupid. I knew it. Yeah, second position changes. I don't know why the first and the last one never do, but the second one does. Well, I think the first one and last one are just, you know, Capcom saying, you know what, champ, go ahead. Go ahead. Go stab a doll. Did you um, actually ever see when the dolls attacked you? attack you yes the first time i played it because i took forever trying to find her uh i did that my second time playing which i've played through this game fin i finished the game three times when i played through it four okay that was um, fun so what i really like about the doll though is that when you finally kill her it reveals donna beneviento holding her and it kind of gives the impression that she has been holding her the whole game um, but you yeah. just weren't able to see her. I think that's cool. Yeah, but then that's... you also kill her? Yeah, because you, you're actually stabbing her, not the doll. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And uh, and her scar on her face is shaped like the mold, which is lucky, I guess. <laughs> um, no. There was originally going to be like a backstory with her family that they all like jumped off the waterfall or something, but I guess it never made it into the game. Yeah, the art book thing she looks so much like a silent hill character doesn't she oh she really does she really She's does hot. she is very pretty see how like, i'm not see how i'm not objectifying people jars like you do oh well i'm dude i live in texas i think she's hot like, i think she's got a hot personality you know maybe take a okay. take maybe take a time to actually speak to the girl before you stab her in the head that's what i say you know what yeah <laughs> you know what? i'm I, Taking a new step forward. You've really changed today. We're so proud mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. You know, it's not all about looks. It's not all about looks. Speaking of looks. We got the most handsome one next. Yes, this one, you know, I'm taking back my promise. I'm objectifying this big boy. Oh, he is hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no personality needed. He is hot. Like, he, he has a great personality, too. Yet, he is so attractive. He is. So like, after, after leaving the dollhouse, you go down to the reservoir, which is like the gooey, gross, watery part of the village. Which does not reflect the uh, person living there at no. all. And the, the master of this reservoir is Moreau, whose name I can't remember. Salvatore Moreau? Is that right? Um, it's something like that. I, I don't know. This is your cute. Google it. I'm, I'm pretty... not gonna Google it. Okay, we'll just say it's Salvatore then, and then after I'm finishing this up. Okay, we'll say it's Sal. Just Sal. Um. Anyway, it's Moreau, who is a part man, part mermaid, fish creature, and he uh, is sexy. He is very sexy. He looks like a hunchback. Uh, he vomits out this green goo <laughs> that. Yeah. That blocks passages, mm. but you can destroy with a knife, which I didn't realize until my third playthrough. Oh, really? Yeah, I used pipe bombs the first time. I just blew them all up, but I didn't realize. I you, used you... the grenade launcher the first time. Well, you've got to find some use for it, haven't you? 
yeah, that fucking, just saying. I hate that weapon. Worst grenade Honestly. launcher in any Resident Evil game. I I genuinely don't use them in any Resident Evil game, anyways. Well, but even, like this one just even in RE two. In RE two, yeah, I, I don't know if I used it in my original one. Oh, you got. But it. in RE two remake, I just fucking skip it. Because remember, it, with Claire in the original, it's either that or the freaking bow gun. You gotta make. Your oh choice. yeah, grenade launcher, grenade yeah. launcher. Anyway, uh. Yeah, so he, he pukes up gross stuff. You also get chased by a, by a werewolf on the way there, right? Uh, yeah, that guy is pretty easy to go. Yeah, but it's kind of a it's kind of a tense part where you have to sneak through the buildings as this scary werewolf is stalking you. Wait, you snuck by him? Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't kill him at that point. I killed him. Oh, because I, I think the game doesn't want you to kill him at that point. Because remember, you're you're trying to work your way to get the weapon that kills him, which is the the wolfsbane magnum. I just shot him. <laughs> well, I got the Magnum and shot him. I, I bought the Magnum at Heisenberg's place. I didn't know you could get it until later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you read the, the notes and stuff in that part, you'll see that one of the guys... In fact, it's the guy... Um, do you remember when you're in Louise's house and Louise's husband has gone? Mm-hmm. She, she mentions that he's gone. Um, you, find oh, his, was, you find his body. That was the grenade launcher. I thought, I thought that was referring to the grenade launcher. Well, he's like, there's a there's a weapon that can kill the werewolf in this building, and you get there, and it's the 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 wolfsbane magnum. Huh. Um. Anyway. Okay. Um. Anyway, he chases you to the reservoir, and you get to the reservoir, and Moreau pukes everywhere, traps you in the reservoir, and then turns into a big fish. That's basically it's, it, right? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Moreau's bit is most is kind of the actiony bit because it's lots of running and jumping, mm-hmm. and um, one-liners. Yeah, uh, I caught a big one. Uh, oh yeah, I caught a big one and all that. Yeah, I hate that stupid puzzle with the levers. That's um, not really a puzzle. It's just you have to just do it really quick. Pulling. Right? No. Yeah, you got to pull levers. You just pull down the levers, and levers. then you got to run across, right? Uh-huh, but you can just like pull them down like no. a few times. But I'm just, then, like, I'm just saying, like Ethan, just jump, man. Like it's like two feet that gap. Just jump. I d- dude, Ethan's a software engineer. <laughs> He's not trained. He can't. He doesn't jump. know how to fucking jump. He barely knows how to use these levers. Yeah, he went to a military training camp, and he can't fucking jump. You want to know why? Because he's a goddamn software engineer. He's a software engineer. But that did, software that did engineer. give him the training to fix the fuse in Donna's basement. So good on mm-hmm. him. At least she can work in the basement now. But, uh, yeah, you run around. You, you There's not really much to the reservoir. There's a bit of a puzzle toward the end where you have to, like, turn the open the dam. And this puzzle... I think it's a good puzzle, but it's kind of dumb when you think about it. The one I'm talking about is the one where you have to match the orange and blue yeah. lights so you can turn I the power didn't, on. I didn't know that. It was just like you had to turn the paper a little bit, yeah. so I just figured it out by pressing them. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like the, you, you have the solution there, but the solution is turned 90 degrees, so you have to kind of get your head around where the lights should be if they were turned 90 degrees. But the whole time I'm playing it, I'm just like... Why am I doing this? Like, Ethan, just turn the piece of paper. Like, just, why are you not, why are you making this hard for yourself? I also, as I said, just clicked the buttons until they until were their highest you, volt. You brute forced it. 
Yeah, I as, if you can can't tell, I killed the wolf just with the guns I had. Oh yeah. Um, I did the puzzle like not really caring. <laughs> okay. Um, I did the a lever part pretty easy on. Yeah. Um, with the Demetrius thing, uh, I tried killing the daughters without the sunlight thing and warm weather. Um, if you can't tell, I'm a very straightforward person. Yeah, I get that. Comes to my video games. You can read the files and learn the stuff later. For now, you gotta shoot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is kind of how Moreau's section end, right? You drain the water and you think that's killed him, but it turns out he can walk on the water. So it's like, like a that, was a, that was a waste of time, I guess. He's literally Jesus. Well, he can't walk on the water. He can walk outside of the water, which is. But he, I, he I can do that. It, um. And uh, you had a beard like Jesus before you betrayed me. I know, I shaved it off. Um, Why? It's, it's kind of stubbly now. Because it was itchy and long, and I could hear it when I was talking to people on the phone. That's when you know it's too care. long. I don't, you could have freaking trimmed it. No, there's no time for that. I hate you. Um, but I really like when you're fighting Moreau. He has that ability where he, sh- he kind of just pukes acid into the air and it rains acid down. Yeah, I Very hate gross. that part. It's, it's cool, and I like it, but I hate it. And after, what, I, what I haven't mentioned is that every time Ethan defeats one of these lords, he says, like, a, a one-liner, and some of them are real bad, and some of them are just kind of mean. Yeah, this um, one was really mean. It's just mean what he says to Moreau. So when you beat Lady D, he she's like, curse you, and then he finally defeats her, and he's like, you're the one that's cursed. And it's so lame. <laughs> it's... Yeah. <laughs> so bad. And then I forgot the Donna one. Can't remember the Donna one. That um, was forgetful. But for Moreau, he just he's like, You died as you existed in life. Disgusting. And I was like, and I was like That's mean. I was like, alright, Ethan, you just killed a guy. Like <laughs> Like he's he you've lived through Louisiana, so you would know that they're being forced to do this against their will. Yeah, and this guy's like clearly had the short end of the straw. The others have got like cool superpowers, and this guy's gross. Yeah. So like not, they not had o- their humanish forms for so, them, you know. Not only is Ethan like a lame nerd software engineer, but he's also a bit of a cyber bully jerk as well. That's what we've learned. Yeah. Yeah. He's body you know, shaming a cyber people. bully myself. Oh yeah. Like, come on, step up your game. Yeah, just be nice to the yeah. guy. Like, you don't go for someone so pathetic. No. And handsome. He needs help, and I would help him. I would help him. But Ethan he, would just he, kill him and insult him. He genuinely does seem like a great guy, though. Yeah. Morale, morale. Yeah. Like, he, <laughs> he still stays can't say in... his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he stays in watching rom-coms, and he likes cheese. Yeah, there you go. He's a nice guy. I want to hang out with them. Anyway, he's dead, so we move on. Um, yeah, after, after him, we go for the last lord, who is... We, we've been warned up to this point in the game that Heisenberg is the most powerful of the lords. Or the most and deadly or something. He's, he's, he's kind of like the same dick level as Ethan, if I'm to be honest. Yeah, he's a real, he's a real prick, this guy, isn't he? And, uh, um, but his powers are kind of weird. I don't, I don't quite get them. So he's basically Magneto. He can control metal. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was just Magneto. But I don't really understand how the mold gave him that. <laughs> like, I don't understand how the mold gave him the power to be Magneto. 
Um, um, but, but it's kind of Resident Evil logic, isn't it? Where viruses can do anything. Uh, well, to be fair, this game it has a lot more wilder things, I feel. Yeah, well, I mean, the Code Veronica virus makes you shoot fire, right? You can like, mm -hmm. control fire and with your brain. A normal person punched a boulder. This is true, yeah. And well, the, A ripped the, normal person, but still a normal person. And also, like, the G-Virus makes you just grow into a big train blob. So, viruses can do anything. Mm -hmm. And yet we're stuck with the lousy C-Virus. Yeah, and in this one, he he can control magnets. Yep. And uh, and I really like Heisenberg's area, though. I didn't like it the first time. I, I, I let me let me be more specific. I like the look of Heisenberg's area, the factory, but I think it goes on way too long. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's mainly because um, it, it's all kind of the same. Like it all looks the same. I think if there was like different looking parts of the factory, it'd be more interesting, but it's all the same color scheme. Um, the enemies get a little bit silly. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Like there's a guy that straight up looks like a fucking samurai. I was like, I like the design, but this does not belong in this game. <laughs> I think for me, it was the jetpack guys. I was like, okay, we've, we've crossed the line. Oh, yeah. These, like... like the other guys I can get, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're ghouls that Heisenberg has, you know, grafted some kind of metal thing onto them. Maybe a drill arm, which I think is cool. The propeller mm -hmm. guy, even though he's apparently stolen from a movie. Um, Wait, he was? Yeah, did you not hear about this? No. Okay, so um, I think his name's Sturm in the game. And he's a, yeah. he's a guy whose whole upper body is replaced by an airplane propeller. Except it's not an airplane propeller. It's three chainsaws, if you look carefully. Oh, sick. yeah, yeah. Instead of propellers, it's actually three chainsaws. Fucking cool. Yeah, it is. And uh, and he's like cut off his own arms, as you would. Um, and so he just kind of charges at you with this big propeller head. Um, really cool design for an enemy. It's actually kind of taken from a movie called I think it's called uh, Frankenstein's Army. I think it's called that. I might use Google it. Oh wow! But the uh, the the director of that movie. Uh, like started filing a lawsuit against capcom because he was like hey they stole my monster well was this movie popular no then i don't i don't think Capcom <laughs> should be held at fault here but um it's like what what's what's worse though is I, I think in one of the the files somewhere it says that his design was inspired by a movie character they shouldn't have oh, they shouldn't oh. have wrote that <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! They shouldn't have wrote that. That's a bad one. Oh fuck! But yeah, when oh, you, when, I'm sorry. We, we're not getting any RE8 DLC. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, when you get a free second, Google Frankenstein's army, and you'll see the propeller man. He looks exactly the same, and he even sets on fire like he does in the game. Um. Anyway, uh, I really like his design, even if it wasn't theirs. Um, yeah. And I like the fact that Heisenberg is like creating an army of weird Terminators. But that are easily fucking killed. Yeah, they've got like Power Rangers esque giant weak points on their chests. Mm -hmm. Just like okay, I get like it's your main power source, and I think the ones with the metal covering it are all cool and all, but just put bulletproof glass. Yeah. Like you get the same look. Yeah, or just a piece of metal or something, just so it's not as obvious that that's where you got to shoot them. Yeah, or like just make like a torso of armor. Like I know I said the samurai thing was ridiculous, but. Like, 
I'm not saying a fucking Megazord. I think that's what they're called. I am saying a Megazord. <laughs> I know you're saying a Megazord, <laughs> but I'm saying just like a fuck. What are they called? Uh, chainmail, like a kind go. of chainmail thing, something. except not chainmail, like a, a sheet metal. There you go. It's <laughs> covering it, so it doesn't look like you have to shoot at it. Yeah, make it less obvious. Come on, people. Um, but the cool thing I think I like about Heisenberg's factory is I really like the smelter mechanic. I think that's really clever. Oh, yeah, to, that is cool. You have to keep returning back to the same room with the smelter and give it different molds to get, like, different keys and stuff. That's really cool. I like that. More of that, please. Mm -hmm. I think uh, that was a good mechanic. Yeah. And also it has kind of a Dark Souls thing where you unlock the elevator so you can return to earlier levels and stuff. Yeah, that was also cool. Resident Evil is a Dark Souls game. Confirmed. You heard it here, folks. Well, Village of Shadows, basically. As Correct, as yeah. Oh, yeah. That difficulty is very hard. Um, anyway, it ends with us fighting Heisenberg in a kaiju battle. Which is pretty wild, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, How did you feel about that? I uh, thought it was a fun boss fight my first time and my second time. Uh, then I played it on Village of Shadows. Oh, man, it's so hard on that difficulty, isn't it? Because, like, he, you get to red health unless if you block it, right? Yeah, yeah. And even then, if you get another hidden, you're probably going to die. So a, bit of, so a bit of context here. You end up fighting Heisenberg outside the factory. You're in, like, a little tank that Chris mm -hmm. built. It's a little thing made out of metal that he can't control, which is odd. I don't know how Chris... Managed to build this. What has Chris been doing this whole time? Just building this. Dude, he's punched boulders. He's been building this little tank that's got a, a machine gun on it. It's got a howitzer on it. And it's got a chainsaw on it. Um, sick. It's pretty cool. And Ethan drives it out. And then Heisenberg turns up and he's like freaking Truckosaurus at this point. He's controlled a bunch of metal and turned himself into a giant metal monster. And you have to fight him in a kaiju battle. It's sick, but it is it cool, is. and it's like raining, and there's lightning. It's very epic. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> and it's and it's not um, too difficult. But as Jazz said, on the hardest difficulty, the the difficulty leaps up. Yeah, it's like I'm glad it's not like uh, Re Resident Evil Three remakes Nightmare and Inferno mode, because that was like from hardcore. To like the rest of the game. Wait, yeah, I'm gonna reword that. <laughs> like the rest, the beginning of the game of Nightmare and Inferno mode, and like pretty much all of it up to the final boss fight is like normal mode. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It's yeah, not the hardest. I, I remember being surprised when I was playing through on Inferno. I was like, this isn't actually that bad. And then it happened. And I realized how naive I was. <laughs> Uh, and that all changed when the, the Fire Nation attacked. Correct. The final boss is so freaking hard in Resident Evil 3 Remake on those difficulties. It, I have not beaten it yet. I have, and it makes you so good at that boss. Like, I can do that boss so easily now. Yeah, I think it's that kind of thing. Yeah, once you've done it, you can then, it's just locked into your brain and muscle memory because you'll have tried it 400 times. Yeah, and I think this Heisenberg boss fight is not 
as bad as that. No. But it is pretty bad. Yeah, what you learn is that the howitzer is basically to make him go away. That's all you yeah. use it for, is when he gets too close, I, you just howitzer him and he backs off. I also used it when he, like, shielded himself with metal. Yeah. But anyway, he dies. It's very dramatic. And then we have the end game. And this is where the game goes off the frickin' rails. The it does, like, a fucking <laughs> kickflip, and then it does another kickflip in a, the air. It does and a then a backflip. Back it does a double While back doing a kickflip. It does a double back endo, and I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you were just waiting for me to stop talking so yeah, you could say you, that. Yeah, but you just kept adding more tricks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and an ollie. It does a Christ air, which might not even be a real trick. I don't think that exists. Yeah, well, they did that in Tony Hawk's, right? I remember. I, I, did, I never played the Tony Hawk game. What? Why have you never played Tony Hawk's? I just never got... I was never, like, a skateboard kid. I was always a rad scooter or... You don't have or... to be good at skateboarding to play Tony Hawk's. It does actually ask you, you in you the ever... opening menu, though. It's like, are you good at skating? Because otherwise you can't play this. Wait, really? Yeah, it does. It says, Josh, are you good at skating? <laughs> well, I always thought about becoming a skateboarder, so girls at my 2013 school would be like, damn, he's hot. Damn. I wouldn't say see you later, boy, to him. There you go. Do you appreciate that? It reminded me of that song. <laughs> Used to never do that. Because whenever I think of Skater Boy, I think of Marmaduke. Really? Yes, the movie Marmaduke. Okay. Is That's it in the that only... movie? No, not the song, but there's the character, right? Okay. That is a skater and just. Like, one of the daughters dates the him. Sounds pretty but rad. Like, they look like they're 14. Oh, God. So, it was, it was like, you know, shitty haircut. Yeah, yeah. Baggy ass And it trousers. was made in 20... Yeah, made in 2010. It's all wristbands. So, oh, shit. <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> like, right. I unironically watched Marmaduke. Do you, remember, yes. do you remember how to spell Skater Boy? Uh, the... Proper way or the cool way? The, as it's written on the album. Uh, S-K-A-E-R? Or is there a T in between the A, T, and the E? No, I think... No, there's no A. It's an 8. Yeah, I said S-K-A-T-E-R oh, right. or S-K-A-E-R. And is it, I just, is it B-O-I? Or is it B-O-Y? Did B-O-Y exist at that point? I don't know. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's important that we find out. Anyway, um, Skater Boy eighty seven. What the fuck is this? Oh, this is not what I was looking for. What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't fucking know. What are we talking about? It might, it might just be the S K eight R. Yeah, I don't think Boy B O I existed at that point. I think that was later. Skater Boy. It was S K A E R. Ah, oh, there you go. And then it was B. It was B O Y. Oh, it is B O Y. Oh man, it is B O I. They were ahead of the times. Wow. Okay. Man, we've learned so much. Um. Anyway, yeah. listen to that today. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna right jam now. onto that today. Um. So, as we said, this is the part of the game where the storyline goes absolutely flipping bananas. Um. 
and it starts to actually explain what the hell's going on, and the explanation is really weird. I kind of forgot it. Okay, let me lay it down to you in bullet points. So, Ooh. Miranda is the only thing you is, put notes on. No, I haven't got any notes. I'm just ad-libbing this. So, Miranda oh, is really okay. old. She lives in the village. Her daughter died of Spanish flu. She found a giant mushroom. She made friends with giant mushroom. <laughs> giant mushroom gave her powers, which she believed could she could use to bring her daughter back to life. She then becomes friends with Oswald Spencer, which is very odd. Uh, sort of suggests that maybe they were a love interesting. Maybe. Maybe that's just my fanfiction. I thought Spencer was gay. Nah, he's, he's banging chicks all over Europe. Anyway, um... Uh, yeah, but they... Disappointed he's not gay. And he then likes the symbol that, that they found in the cave where the big mushroom is, and he's like, hmm, that's a symbol I might use to build a company. And that's where the umbrella symbol comes from. Um, which was weird, but whatever. Uh, that was another sting that was in the marketing where we saw the umbrella logo, and it was like, what's going on? That's why, apparently at the time, it wasn't the umbrella logo but it inspired the Umbrella logo. Anyway. Which is pretty rad. She spent like a hundred years trying to find a good host for the baby. It needs to be a host that can be moldy, <laughs> that can like work well with the mold. She's tried the Four Lords, but they're all kind of crap in their own ways. And none of them worked. Then Resident Evil 7 happened, where a piece of the Louisiana. Mold, a piece of the mold got taken, experimented on. They made a little girl who went crazy in Louisiana. Um, Ethan, the software engineer, saved the day. Dick. Um, He's also a dick. But we learned something very important about Ethan. He done got did in. I believe it's a technical turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Daddy Jackie-o, uh, you know, Pachingud. Oh, no, that, that, that these, these are all real terms. He's dead. That's what we're trying to say. <laughs> we are we are professionals here. <laughs> yeah. So Res Resident Evil 7. Ethan was killed in Resident Evil 7. We just didn't see it. Um, yeah, it was like right before, like right when Jack first encountered, not when Jack was, you know, walking and stuff, but like no. when after you kill Yeah, I think it's, he actually kills you. Yeah, he actually kills you. And it, it it, it actually explains a lot of the loopholes, the, the plot holes in Resident Evil 7, because the explanation is that the mold has brought Ethan back to life. Because remember we said that the mold stores your consciousness in a zip file? Mm. Um, yeah. Well, the mold has kind of reinterpreted Ethan, but Ethan has no memories of that, so he just thinks he's still the same Ethan. Yeah. Um, but it explains why Ethan keeps losing limbs and he's able to stick them back on. Pretty rad. Which is pretty rad. And uh, there's also a hint at it in RE8. I don't know if you heard about this with his missing hand. Uh, no. Oh, so when Lady D slices your hand off, um, you pick it up and it goes into your inventory. If you examine the hand and look at the, the cut-off bit, it's all moldy. There you go. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. I didn't even look at it in my inventory, but if you do, it's all moldy. I didn't know it went into your inventory. Yeah, it does. Before he, again slices it back on and it restitches his sleeve which i never quite understood that's sick <laughs> it is so wait no the jacket is part of the mold that's true yeah he just like forms his own clothing and it's like oh Every that's day. new <laughs> and he's, he doesn't even notice that he's doing it oh that's cool he's just like oh that's cool <laughs> yeah. yeah 
I wonder if it's it like, does oh, it no, like no. in his sleep as well. Like if he's dreaming, he's an astronaut. He's just in bed in a spacesuit. <laughs> you know, Mia just wakes up and like, damn, I'd fuck that. Yeah, he's in those leather shorts that he keeps waking up in. <laughs> <laughs> what is he dreaming about anyway? Uh, and he's like, Mia, why do you keep dressing me up in my sleep? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ethan's dead. Uh, he's been dead for the whole That's game, cool. but it means that between Resident Evil Seven and Eight, Ethan Mold Ethan had a baby with Mia, and so the baby is like a mold baby. Which I did. Okay, I am one like one hundred percent sure. When everybody found out this plot twist, they were like, "What's his penis look like?" Yeah, is it moldy and weird? Maybe. Like, how does it work? Well, in terms of like. Is it got working well, I, sperm that that seems to like, actually work? Does like just did the mole just like remake the human organs and like hormones? I, I guess uh, it, like it, it must like imitate humans at like an atomic level, a molecular yeah. level, which is insane. But it's Resident Evil science logic. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they have a gooey mold baby, which, to be honest, it's one of the things that I didn't quite catch the first time I played the game. I was like, why is Miranda after after Rose, the baby? Why her specifically? But that's why. It's I, I just thought Ethan was infected. Yeah. Well, he is. So much so yeah, that he's dead. Yes. He is mold. Um, so the... the it sort of suggests that Chris didn't know this, but Chris must have known this. I think Chris just forgot about it. Yeah. So, should we talk about Chris? Because there's a lot going on with Chris in this game, right? Yeah, you don't see him for, like, a good, I'm going to say, like, three hours of the game, and then, like, you just randomly see him, and then he's gone for, like, another two hours, and then he's back, and then he's just there for the rest of the game. Yeah, most of the end game is, is Chris-centric, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um so chris last time we saw chris he was with blue umbrella he'd taken a vacation from the bsaa and he's working with blue umbrella but he's not with blue umbrella this time he's still working with the bsaa just like he's like screw you guys i'm making my own branch and yeah. he makes like the wolf commando squad which is the stupidest <laughs> name <laughs> they're called it's not it's not wolfhound it's hound wolf squad which i find really odd it's like, they, I think Capcom tr tried to choose, like, a cool name, and they were just like, objectively, this is a cool name. Yeah. And and in all the, the artwork, they're, they're referred to as HWS, Hound Wolf Squad. Um, oh, stupid. But the, the idea is that he's gone rogue, right? He's, 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 he's outside of orders, he's gone mad, he's taken a squad with him. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and he's just doing doing shit on his own now and the art book also like gives each of his squad like a backstory but it, none of that's in the game yeah which is just like they're there for a few seconds and i'm like oh wow they have like the cool chit chat yeah they've all got cool names and they've got personalities but it, it's so brief i think it's a dlc thing just calling it that's what i think it is mm -hmm. I, th I, I think me and you both agree on that yeah there that it's just gonna be chris go walking up to bsa and being like yo 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 what's up with these bioweapon people that you're sending in it's like kind of like your soldiers kind of weird yeah it, bro so this game ends with a bunch of kind of loose plot lines that are leading into a possible sequel or spin-off or DLC. 
where like mm, I think there's going to be a DLC and definitely a sequel. Yes. So the BSAA turn up at the end, but uh, Chris is uh, not working with them. If anything, Chris is trying to like keep away from them. I think they're trying to keep hidden from them. Um, yeah. But it turns out the BSAA are using bioweapon soldiers, so like zombie soldiers. I saw an internet theory that was like they're all Chris clones, but that sounds dumb. Yeah, that does sound That's pretty dumb. stupid. I was really hoping we'd see Jill. Yeah, I uh, thought it was going to be Jill. I really thought we'd see Jill. I thought Jill would be like running the BSAA at this point. I always compare her to like Mallory Archer from Archer. I basically want her to be that at the BSAA. <laughs> Yeah, I like can see that. old, drunk, and angry. <laughs> That's what I want. But um, I think she'd be more of like a Sarah Connor type. Maybe, yeah. She's she's been through some stuff. She's covered wars, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Chris blows up the big uh, mushroom. <laughs> uh, Ethan comes back to life. He gets remolded. Um, he has Again. like a, he actually meets Evelyn in the mold, which is super weird. I thought that was cool. It was very cool. He meets the villain but, from the first game inside the mold, and she's like, but, "Come um, back to life, Ethan." Tell, you can tell that the voice actor aged. Well, of course, yeah, she ain't a little girl. You know, it's a child, yeah, yeah. So of course they'd age. Yeah, but, but uh, it was like, yeah, she's a woman. Now. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Yeah, but it was cool to see her, and she's like, Ethan, you can come back to life using mold powers. Um, it kind of reminds me of the end of Space Jam, you know, when like they're like, they're like Michael Jordan, you can use Toon powers to win, and he stretches his arm. It's like that. I think that's what they were I... going for. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I need to rewatch Space Jam now. I think this movie takes a lot from Space Jam. <laughs> like, the name? Yeah, correct. Like um, Space Jam Village, they kind of have the yeah. same, you know, ring. Space going. Mold. Uh, and then Ethan has a climactic fight with Miranda, who, um, I, this might sound controversial, but I actually think Miranda's kind of a weak villain. Um, not in terms of, like, difficulty to fight, but I mean just in terms of her story. I don't think she's in the game enough. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. Do, do, do you get what I mean? Like, she's like the, and she's not only made out to be the ultimate villain of this game, but also kind of the ultimate villain of all Resident Evil because it all started here. Um, yeah. Um, but she's not really in the game very much. She's in. I'm trying to remember where she's in. I think the first time you see her like in person is when she kills that guy out of in, in front yeah. of Louisa's house. Yeah, well, this is the thing. We, it's revealed that she can shapeshift, and that Mia at the start that Chris killed was actually Miranda. And well, she... I'm, I'm counting like her true form. Well, not yeah. her true form, but and like we, her form that she usually takes. And we see her as the hag a few times, and but we actually don't see her as Miranda. We see her during the the, the, the amazing cutscene at the start where all the lords are together. And they're arguing, and yeah. it's kind of like a family. And, you know, That's a cool scene. I like wanting that. Wanting a sitcom. That's a cool scene. I like that. Um, and then no. you don't see it till the end, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she should have popped up a few more times. Yeah, and she looks pretty freaky. She, again, looks kind of like a Silent Hill monster by the end of it. By the end of it, she definitely gives me Silent Hill vibes. Yeah, and uh, she dies. Uh, Ethan 
so I, I've read a couple of different interpretations here. Uh, Ethan dies at the end. We all know that now. Um, yeah. Um, like, dies, dies. Yeah, I got the impression he died because he's killed Mother Miranda and she's controlling the... No, no, uh, Chris blew up the, the Megamycete and he's a part of that. So because that's gone, he's now gone. I just saw it as, like, you know in The Sixth Sense when he realizes he's a ghost? Spoilers, I was going to watch that today. Oh, shit, my shit. bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, that movie's older than me, but yeah. 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 It's, well, okay. and you think it's like that, that once he's aware of it, he can, he just kind of collapses. Yeah, but he was just like, screw you, whatever. Because yeah, I, I interpreted that, that, like, they killed the Megamycete and then all the mold loses all of its power and he just will collapse into a pile of mold. But I've also read some things that it's like he just succumbs to his wounds from the battle. But I don't think it's that at all. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't think it's that because he's been through worse. Yeah, yeah, he's lost his leg, he's lost his arm. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. A lot of times... Um, but yeah, so I think he's handled worse. He dies. Uh, Chris finds the real Mia and rescues her. I also think it's very likely if we get some DLC that one of them will feature her about like what the hell she's been doing for this whole game. Because mm-hmm. um, she's just been in a cell in Miranda's bedroom or something. Basement, I'm thinking. They just kind of been chatting to each other the whole game, and uh, maybe they're just like talking. You know, like what it's like ha- like having a daughter. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Chris and Mia okay. fly off into the sunset. And that's that's mm-hmm. the end. Or is it the end? Oh, yeah. And there's there's post-credits. the post credit scene, yeah, where we see uh, Teenage Rose, and she's wearing Ethan's jacket, which is pretty cool. It's a nice jacket. And it she's, is a really nice jacket. And she's working for a, an organization that we don't know what it is, but we know that Chris is part of it. And she's like, I'm more powerful than Evelyn or something. Uh-huh, and like this jerk that my brother thought was Leon, apparently. What? <laughs> he was like, "Okay, I think that guy might be Leon," and Your I was like, "Wrong." <laughs> he's okay. At this point, he would be around fifty. Yeah. Like, if if Rose uh, grew old fast, he'd be around fifty. But it, like, say she grew up in normal time, he'd be around like sixty-eight. Yeah, and um. I think it's one of the things I'm most excited about is uh, and, and the next game following Rose, but seeing all the old characters as really old. I think I'd really like to see that. I think uh, Rose aged fast, so I don't think we'll see that. But... I don't know. I, th- I think they should go with make the characters super old. I think they should do it. I think yeah. that would be cool. Do you think Chris will have an eye patch? Do you think Chris will have an eye patch? I hope so. He definitely should have an eye patch. If he doesn't have an eye patch, I will be disappointed. And they can make Jill like Mallory Archer. They can give her white hair and everything. Just make it that. That's all I want. Um, you mentioned Ada. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Oh, she was supposed to be in this game, fun fact. Yeah. She's not, but she was not. supposed to be. Yeah, it's like a plague doctor outfit, right? Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to turn up and help Ethan and then leave, I guess. <laughs> I think she was, like, supposed to be part of the plot more. But, like, if you have Ada in something, you know you gotta include the boy. You gotta have Leon, right? But apparently, according to my brother, he is in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. 
the guy did he change races too? <laughs> yeah, he did. I love how much like, of a jerk that guy is, like for no reason. That guy's just... like, okay, Evelyn. Yeah, you know that girl like, that, that tried to kill that, that did kill your dad, I guess. Yeah. 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 And then proceeded to be like, you know what? Actually, you're pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, come on. What's wrong with them? Yeah, and there was so there's a lot of internet rumors as well that Ethan appears at the end, but I don't think that's true. And like, even if you do like hack the game and zoom in on that character and it is Ethan, it's probably just they use the model because they needed a man. They didn't even notice there was a man. Like, so yeah, it's dumb. Ethan's dead. He's gone. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Not in. I liked his character, especially in Village, but yeah. um, I'm glad he's gone because that was probably the most fitting way to end him. Yeah, real. I think it's a real good ending. Um, and it's nice to. And now we're curious to see like what kind of main character Rose will be because you know, will you have powers and stuff? Is that going to work in Risen Evil? Natalia. I mean, kind of. She could put things. Yeah, she could, she could point at things. Yeah, she was good at that. And there was the Albert Wesker mode in R Zero. It's true, yeah, with the laser eyes. Uh, so anyway, that's 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 kind of village. Um, the only thing we haven't really mentioned is the mercenaries mode, but I hate it, so I don't really want to talk about it. Okay, I'm gonna talk about something that okay. I'm sad did not show up in the game. Go on. Then. I really, until the software, it was, I learned that it was actually software engineering. I wanted Heisenberg and Ethan just to have a chat about engineering. <laughs> like, just sit, like, you know, when they're sitting down, I was just like, can we have, like, a fucking scene where they just chat? Well, maybe on the street with the florist and the bed and breakfast, there's also, like, a computer repair shop. Oh, and yeah. It's, and it's Heisenberg and Ethan, he does the software, he does the hardware. Uh-huh, and they're kind of gay for each other. Oh, they're they won't super admit it. gay for each other. Oh yeah. Well, like, but they won't admit it. Yeah. It just writes itself, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really does, man. The fanfic Resident Evil Street is so easy to write. Because don't you have like Leon running like an other and also and eh, also a bed and breakfast that rivals Chris and Piers? That's right. Yeah. We just need to have a video to <laughs> talk about this. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We should just go through some Resident Evil fanfics and just read them in character <gasps> and do the voices. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. I'll, I'll do uh, I'll do every female character since I'm you're like not, only You're not going to find many female characters. <laughs> in, sex, in sexy fanfics, I can guarantee you, you will find very few female characters. But anyway, that's, uh, that's Village. Uh, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it. It was hard. At parts and really easy at others. I've been Raspian. I've been. (laughs) What are you going by now? Uh, I've been a person. Okay, that's good to know. And uh, we will catch you guys next time.